Welcome to Grace Harvest Church's weekly podcast. For more information about Grace Harvest Church or to find out more about something you hear during the podcast, visit us online at graceharvestchurch.org. Now listen in and allow God to speak to you through this week's message. Amen. It's great to be here this morning. And uh, this is a great church. It is a great church. You guys just missed a great opportunity there to scream a little. Come on, I know. Yeah, me. I'm not a screamer, so. But you have a great church. I just. I just want to thank the leadership, Pastor Doug and Peggy, for allowing me this privilege, and I do count it a privilege to be able to share and uh, just be with you this morning. So, this is what I hear from them all the time. Peggy just came from Spokane, and the first word I heard was, so. Pastor Doug says, so. So, I'm saying, so. Amen. Would you stand with me? (laughs) Would you get with somebody, maybe not your husband or your wife or just somebody else, look them in the eye, take them by the hands, look them in the eye. (laughs) Just look, I didn't say anything else. Amen. Just, just partner with somebody. Would you just say this with me while you're just holding their hand? I need you. You need me. Somebody else needs us. Now would you just do that yourself? I need you. You need me. Somebody needs us. Hallelujah. I really believe that that just fits this church perfectly. You need to be just, in. you are involved, you need somebody, somebody needs you. And uh, that's just something that's been in my heart over the last two, two or so years. Just before I preach, I just like to do that. So that's my, just my little thingy. Amen. So Lord bless you. I... I want to share just a word on, on courage. It's, it's, it's something that I don't often hear about. Uh, I think it comes out in various forms in messages, but uh, a particular message just centered on courage. Um, I haven't really heard one. Where I stay at the Sweetler's house, uh, there's a placard in the room. And from a previous visit, I saw it there. And uh, it's just something that I'm sure most of us, we are aware of it. And the placard reads, God grant me sincerity. Um, Kind of for me, that's peace of mind. To accept things I cannot change, courage to change the things that I can, and wisdom to know the difference. Hallelujah. That's that's just a profound thing. And it's uh, kind of just been around. But as I just share on courage this morning, I just want to encourage you to open your heart 
and uh, just hear some of the things that we, we need to, to just get in our spirits. Let me just start with a, a short illustration um, just to set me going. Uh, being a soldier, this is the kind of stuff that I like. Uh, during World War II, General Crichton Abrams and his command were surrounded by the enemy to the east, to the west, to the north, and to the south. General Abraham said, Gentlemen, for the first time in the history of this campaign, we are now in a position to attack the enemy from any direction. I kind of, you know, to me, that, that just shows the leadership, it shows the heart, the character of, uh, of that leader. The question this morning that I think we need to ask directly after is, what surrounds you? What ties you down? What fences you in? What has tried to defeat and destroy you? All of us have limitations in this life. We haven't got it all together. Some of us will have to bear these for a season, while others, the Lord would want us to break through. And this has been my experience. There's sometimes it just goes on, and the thing I'm in just goes on forever and ever, and it just seems like forever and ever. But then there's other times that I've just got to rise up, and I've just got to face this thing, and I've just got to persevere and press my way through. That's right. And that's how it is in this life. But let me say that it only happens, we can, this will only happen if we choose to be bold and strong. Whether we in it or we desiring to press through and out of it, we're going to need to be bold and courageous, and we've got to give ourselves completely to the Lord. And so let me begin by reading Joshua chapter 1 and verse 9 in particular. Uh, I find that the, we'll come to the rest of, the, of chapter 1, a few of the other verses, but right now... Let's just look and focus on verse 9. It says, have, I, have not I commanded you? And I just want to emphasize the word command. The Lord says, I've commanded you. He's speaking to Joshua. Be strong, vigorous, and very courageous. Be not afraid, neither be dismissive or dis, dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. One of my, anybody back in Zimbabwe would probably know me for this saying. Often I say, he will never leave me. He'll never forsake me. And that's just from Hebrews. But I add on and I often say in the same breath, where I am, that's where he is. And that verse, although that has carried me through many, many difficult spots, I just found something well up, something just to hold on to, I found a strength in that. Yes. To me, that's one of the truths. It's a truth. There's no debate. Right. He's not going to leave me. He's not going to forsake me. 
And where I am, that's where he is. I believe in the presence of God. I believe that he goes with me. So that's kind of where I'm working from. But we find from Joshua chapter 1, Joshua needed to hear and to receive what God was saying to him as he assumed the leadership role uh, of Israel after Moses. What does it look like in the New Testament? The Apostle Paul declares this, and we need to hear it, and we need to receive it. In Philippians 1 and verse 20, he says, As it is my eager expectation and hope that I will not be at all ashamed, but that with full courage, I want to emphasize, but with full courage, now as always, Christ will be honored in my body, whether by life or by death. Hallelujah. That's a challenge to us, beloved. And I think uh, it's, it's clear there, with full courage, not just half-heartedly, not just uh, wishy-washy, but with full courage, we've got to uh, honor the Lord, whether by life or death. There's a couple of words that I'm going to be saying over and over, and uh, those are strong and courageous. From Joshua 1, there's that emphasis, be strong and courageous. Be very strong and very courageous. And uh, it just seems to build, and there's an emphasis on it. But what does it mean? I kind of like to, like to do the wordplay thing, and I'm going to do it a couple of other times. But we find here the word strong and courageous simply means manly, valiant. Um, I was just thinking back, the word valiant is not a word that we, we kind of, uh, it's not a common word. But it's one of those olden days ones, you know, back to Robin Hood and King Arthur days. You know, the, the knights were valiant. And they rode out on, in their armor and on their horses and off they went. So the valiant. It also means firm, fortified, mighty, fearless. Stable, and then my favorite one, obstinate, <laughs> stubborn, amen, and in the good way, not in the bad way, amen, not stamping your feet because of, uh, of a tantrum, but just standing firm, that's it. I'm not going to be moved on this. I'm obstinate. I'm firm in this. In our day and time, I found that many churches, ministries, and individuals are right, and yet they fail. And quite often that's been a concern among our own churches. Why are we failing? Why are we falling short? Why aren't we doing better than we should be doing? And I found that the reason for this failure is really a lack of courage and boldness. It's not applying ourselves, not wanting to do what God wants us to do in a sense. Let me clearly state that we have the formula to be courageous and strong. The scripture is clear on that. If you take it down, 1 Corinthians 16 and verse 13, 
has forever been a, a great uh, comfort to me, a great s- scripture that has strengthened me. It reads like this. Be alert and on your guard. If we can get the tone of it, it's not a, a simple request. It's almost the same as Joshua 1 and 19 where the Lord commands. The, that's, that's the attitude. Be alert and on your guard. Stand firm in your faith. There's no doubt and nothing soft about it. And then in most versions, it just goes on and says, Act like men and be courageous. Grow in strength. If we just took it like that and uh, let that just sink into our spirits, into our hearts, and functioned in, in the, the tone of that, I believe that we would uh, produce great things. The act like men kind of, uh, I think we often try and encourage our men's ministry with this. I've, you know, I've heard it over and over. It's particularly at a men's thing. Act like a man. This morning, I want us all to act like men. Women, you are men. Finished. Amen? Men look at a woman and say, you're a man. Woman. Hallelujah. Let, let's not do the gender thing. Let, let's just do the scripture. Hallelujah. Let's just do the scripture. But I looked up this act like men, and this is kind of, kind of what it comes out as. It was frequently, it was a frequent command and was used in the context of encouraging people, especially soldiers, to act with courage and strength and in obedience to their commanders, or in in our case, in obedience to the Lord, with confidence and with power. That's really what it means. That's, That's the heart of it. The example we, we use it, and we can see is in Joshua 10 and 25, there Joshua said to them, don't be afraid or dismayed, be strong and courageous. And uh, for me, when I look at it, in verse 9, the Lord commands him in the presence of Israel, this is what you've got to be. You've got to be strong, you've got to be courageous, and uh, you've got to know that I'm with you. Yeah, he's taking the very same words and he's just releasing them and he's declaring them over the people of Israel. He's reminding them, this is what we've got to be. Amen. And so uh, it applies to us as well. So if we read on, it says, for thus the Lord will do to all your enemies against whom you fight. So they're just ready to go into battle. They're starting to possess the, the land. And Joshua commands them the very same thing. He gives the same command. You see, the Lord has clearly called us to be men and women of courage and to be bold and strong and full of faith. That's a requirement. And that's where we should be going to. I don't think the Lord ever wants us to walk in the shadow of someone else. He wants us to walk in the way that he has made us. And I can remember as a young pastor trying to imitate, trying to copy, trying to be somebody else and failing miserably. When I kind of realized that, hey, I don't do what other people do. And I'm not capable of doing what other people do. 
If I just am me, God works amazingly. Amen. And so we need to be ourselves. You don't have to be anything else. And you see, this is part of the courage. This is part of the boldness. This is uh, really part of the faith life that we, are, we should be living. Can I clearly state this morning that we already have been created to be bold and full of courage? Amen? We already created like that. I just said in the first service, you know what, um, I, I go for that new creature thing. The old man is gone and the new has come. I've been made a new creature in Christ. I needed that kind of change. And uh, I also shared that, you know what, after three days of being saved, I got to work and I had people looking at me in a strange way. Eventually, somebody said, you know what? You're different. Are you okay? What's happening with you? And I said to them, what do you mean? I said, well, you haven't sworn at us for three days. <laughs> you haven't cursed us. You haven't chased us around. I was a soldier for 21 years, and that was the background to that. So when soldiers start to look and they start to say, hey, there's no cursing, no swearing. You're not smoking as many cigarettes. Hey, that's a good sign. Yeah. Hallelujah. So I really believe that God has already done it. He has put these things in us. He's created us to be bold and to be full of courage. In 2 Timothy 1.7, it says, For God gave us a spirit not of fear. And I kind of just like the way that version puts it. He says, A spirit not of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. And to me, that just looks like boldness and courage. Hallelujah. So he's put within us a believing heart. We are more capable of trusting and having faith in him for the great things that he's willing and he has promised to do for us. We can do this. So what does it mean to be courageous? What does it mean to be brave? What does it mean to be strong? In my service in the military, we had many heroes. And uh, I'm sure in this nation, the Purple Heart, there's many of them around. And those guys did amazing things to earn that. We had the Grand Cross of Valor uh, in, our, in our little battle. And guys did amazing things to earn that particular thing. But you know what I didn't, when I sit down and I, and I analyze it, there wasn't any real hero. These guys responded in a time, in a moment. They did an outstanding thing. And then that was about it. There wasn't many repeats of the same thing, unless the guy was totally crazy uh, or often on drugs. But really, there's no real heroes. We're not heroes by nature, but we are bold and courageous by the new nature. Hallelujah. And that's what we need to shoot for. As timid as we think we are, as quiet as or as loud as we are, there's something in us that is, is really special. 
And, uh, that, and, and we are, by the new nature, bold and courageous, or we can be. You see, it's simply being confident. And uh, it's not confident in ourselves, but it's confident in Him. We've got to come to that place. So what does this word confident mean? It simply means sure. It means certain, positive, assured. It also means to be of good cheer, uh, to be fearless. And then, of course, I'm going to add my list. Manly, valiant, firm, fortified, mighty, fearless, stable, obstinate. See, it's all of that. That's what we've got to develop. And so... Let me just help a little. I'm a point person. I go one, two, three, four, five, five points. We've got five this morning. So point number one, let me try and just work this a little bit. The courage as I see it, and my point number one is courage is conviction. So one thing that many lack, not only individuals but churches also, they lack conviction. So what is it? When I look around, the world is looking for people who have conviction. Someone who will stand up and be counted. Someone who will stand for what they believe without wavering or compromising. See, there's a lot of compromise, a lot of wavering. We say one thing and we do another thing. But we're looking for that consistency. We're looking for that steadfastness, that firmness. Conviction, according to the scriptures, is simply being steadfast, immovable, firm, certain. The dictionary says conviction is a strong persuasion or belief, the state of being convinced. Now, I don't know about you, but after this length of time, I've now been saved 50 years, I've actually forgotten exactly, if you ask me the date, sometime in August, sometime. But it's clocking the 50 years. And I'm convinced that that was the right decision. Amen? I'll hold on to that. God's goodness, I've experienced it. His love, I've experienced it over and over I know that I abide in his love. I abide in his presence. He's there. And say he's not going to leave me. He's not going to forsake me. I know that he's with me. Where I am, that's where he is. I'm convinced of that. There's, there's no turning back from that. Amen. Psalm 27, 14 says, Wait and hope for and expect the Lord. And uh, that's kind of just standard. But then it goes on and says, be brave and of good courage. And let your heart be stout and enduring. What I'm talking about today is not really that much on the outside because then you're just a hero. But if it's on the inside, then we're walking with him. Then we're courageous. Hallelujah. I don't know about you. I don't want to be a hero. I want to be courageous. I want it to come from inside. I don't want to be just spontaneous in the flesh, but I want to respond from the heart. Hallelujah. 
Psalm 31, 24 says, Be strong and let your heart take courage, all you that wait for and hope for and expect the Lord. That's the challenge that we face today, beloved. We all need to have a sure understanding of what we believe, what we are prepared to stand for, and then be prepared to even die for that. Are you prepared to die? The Lord were to come today and say, let's go. I'd say, please let me get home first. <laughs> Amen. But otherwise, I'd be quite happy. You see, courage is standing for what you believe and what you will defend at all costs. Let me go on to the second point. Courage is faith. Kind of this is supposed to be my topic. Everybody kind of looks at me and says, there's Mr. Faith. Um, it, it's, it's great. It's also a pressure. So I'm not going to say too much about it because, I mean, those are, are, are deep things that we, we can talk about. But simply to say this morning, in line with what I'm saying is, we need faith with our courage. Faith is what believes and trusts and has confidence in God and his words. Faith believes that God exists and is a rewarder of them that diligently and urgently seek him. Personally, I don't think there's much we can get from God without faith. We've got to come to him believing. But a verse in Ephesians kind of just does it for me. Uh, in, in, in the manner that I'm talking, Ephesians 3 and verse 12 says, In whom because of our faith in him, we dare to have boldness. And uh, the Amplified says, courage and confidence. The other versions probably would leave that out. So we have this courage and this confidence of free access an unreserved approach to God with freedom and without fear. Hallelujah. Amen. Hebrews says that we can come to the throne of grace boldly. Hallelujah. And that's how we've got to do it. We've just got to come boldly before him. If we can't, our prayers aren't really doing much. Amen. But we have that place that we can come to, but we've got to come to it boldly. I just want to add there, we must come boldly and courageously into the presence of God. I think Pastor Keith really put it over in a, in a beautiful way this morning. Amen. So it's all part of the courage we're talking about. Many of us say we believe, but equally most of us don't have the courage to act on what we believe. That's been my experience. And so we, that's got to change. So courage and faith, they work hand in hand. My third point is courage is enterprise. Courage is enterprise. There isn't anyone who has done anything worthwhile without showing enterprise. Sad to say the church and Christians as a whole lack drive, lack determination, we're not as enterprising or as ambitious 
bold and highly motivated as we ought to be. We should be the ones that are highly motivated. We're the ones that should be getting out there, not concerned what people are going to say or and what they and, and do something. You see, very few I found are ready to embark on new ventures. I nearly said new adventures. An adventure you can do it, but a venture that's another story. We want things to happen but we don't want to make them happen. And uh, particularly if you're a young person, in our country, 80% of young people are unemployed. Highly educated, gone to university, have degrees, and unemployed. Recently I saw a placard, and uh, some young people placard uh, written out in rough, ugly writing. I'm a university graduate and, and a vendor. That means selling probably tomatoes on little bits and pieces, mobile airtime on the streets. What a shame. It's a crying shame. See, and unfortunately, there's some of us, some of our tribe in that. And I'm talking about the Christian tribe. We are amongst those. Not prepared to make it happen. The thought that I just want to just bring and emphasize what I'm simply saying here is that Caleb, who was the companion to Joshua, when they spied out the land, uh, he was there when Joshua was being commanded to be strong and courageous. He was amongst Israel. They were all there assembled, and uh, they received, Joshua was receiving this word from the Lord. They were there. They, were, they heard it. Amen. And I believe it was, uh, was uh, kind of, it fell on them as well. He heard the command of the Lord to Joshua. He received it with the rest of Israel. But then we don't hear from him again for some 40 odd years. And then suddenly, Yeri appears before Joshua and uh, he makes a strange request. He reminds Joshua that the Lord has kept him alive. He's now 85 years old. He reminds him that he's alive. He reminds him that 45 years ago, there was some stuff that was spoken. And now he's saying, I'm as strong as I was then, now. And his courage goes beyond that. And he says, I don't want the valleys. I don't want the flatland. Give me the hills. I want the hills. I want the mountains for my inheritance. And I'm going to get out there. And I'm going to sort it out. I'm going to clear out the, the stuff. And I'm going to take it. It's amazing. Uh, and, and Joshua then says, Bless, then Joshua blessed him and gave, and he gave Hebron to uh, Caleb, the son of Jeneth, for an inheritance. Amen. He wasn't just going to get it. He had to go and get it himself. He had to demand it. So we need to come to the place in our lives where we, uh, where all of us will do what we can do and then believe God for the things that we can't do. You know, I wake up and I think, hey, I can do that. I'll go out and I'll just persevere. I'll press in and do it. 
But you know, there's some days you just got to say, mm, I don't know about this. I'm going to have to pray a little more. I think I'm going to really have to get into the Word and check this out. I'm really going to wait on the Lord. Yeah, for that courage to well up and uh, then do it. But we need to choose to be bold, strong, and courageous in our work and our service for the Lord. Ephesians 1, 20 and 21 in particular says, As it is my eager expectation and hope that I will not be ashamed, but with the full courage. Not a bit of courage, not some courage, but Apostle Paul is saying, but with full courage, now as always, Christ will be honored in my body, whether by life or death. I'm going to be courageous. See, that's the kind of courage that God wants. Number four, courage is achievement. The dictionary says achievement is something accomplished as through great effort, skill, perseverance, or courage. I didn't put the or courage in there. It was already there for me to give to you. So courage is what makes complete and finishes what we have started. Now, without putting your hands up, how many of you have got something going now you haven't finished for a long time? Okay, for those that have put their hands up, good for you. Receive courage to finish. <laughs> Amen. All of us, we're all in that place. See, and I want to suggest this morning that courage is what's going to help us get that thing finished. I look at that thing and say, hey, I've got to get it finished because there's something else waiting. And uh, the, the thing that we're waiting for might be more exciting than this dull thing that's been hanging out for so long. Hallelujah. So courage is what makes us go on to the end, no matter what we face or what the cost may be. On my 70th birthday, I kind of, everybody was praying and we we're being fussed, uh, fussed on and, and just having a great time. And then it came time for speech. And kind of after all of this, I thought, you know, what am I going to say? And uh, I just quietly said, Lord, I really need to say something that's significant, something that's going to count. And so I got up and uh, I said, you know what? Please pray for me and stand with me. The greatest thing from this moment on is that I want to finish well. I want to complete my race. I want to finish. And it's been amazing. Many people have remembered that. And as time goes on, I'm reminded many times over, coming, we're praying for you. You got, you're going to finish. You're going to finish. You see, the sad thing at uh, this stage of life, it's easy to just buckle it's easy just to fold. It's easy just to well, say, ah, I've had enough. But I want to finish well. There needs, we need to have a legacy. We need to, the, the stuff that we've done needs to stand and needs to continue. Amen. Hallelujah. The courage of Israel was that even when Joshua died, 
the elders stepped in and they continued it on. As long as they were alive, Israel continued to serve the Lord. And then we see the decline after that. Hallelujah. So courage is what takes us to the end. And uh, no matter what the cost in the long run. In spite of all Paul went through, in the end he begins to declare, he says, I've fought the good fight, I've finished the race, I've kept the faith, there's a crown there, and I'm going to get it. That's courage. That's courage right there. Might I suggest today, you won't make it to the end without the God kind of courage, the courage we're talking about here, the courage that's in our hearts. The courage that drives us from within, not from just a reaction. You see, no fight, no battle, no race, faith, or crown can be obtained without courage, boldness, and strength from the Lord. Okay, let's go to my last point. That ugly clock on the back there. Where I come from now, I've earned the right to just ramble on and just, just, just talk. And they're saying, oh, he's going to tell one more story. And uh, I'll just sit there and be polite because that's our culture. Amen. Amen. But I respect the rules of the house and I've got a couple of more minutes. Hallelujah. Number five, courage is perseverance. It's perseverance. It doesn't come easy. Hey, we've got, we work at this one. The word perseverance means steady persistence in a course of action, a purpose, a state, especially in spite of difficulties, obstacles, or discouragement. So it doesn't matter where we are in good times. We've got to persevere in those awkward times, in the bad times, in the struggles, in the down times. We've got to continue to persevere. The purpose, I really believe, of the Lord coming and saying, Joshua, I command you to be strong and to be bold and to be courageous was because he needed the encouragement. Who could step into the shoes of somebody like Moses? And uh, everyone was focused on him. He was the quiet guy just being the servant of Moses. And now his turn comes and he needed to be encouraged. He, in fact, needed to be encouraged like every one of us. Hallelujah. And so this morning, really, that was my, my goal, just to come, just to share, to just encourage you. Guys, this is a place that we, we've got to come to. To Joshua, it was be strong and be of good courage. Only be strong and very courageous. Be bold and strong. The Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Hallelujah. And it's the same with you, beloved. One thing I know, God wants us to persevere and to be victorious in the midst of whatever is taking place in our lives, in our city, in our nation, in our town, wherever we are, the Lord wants us to persevere and be victorious. Let me put it to you like this. If anyone can stand and survive, if anyone can be a source of hope and inspiration in a time like this, 
then it's got to be the child of God. It's got to be the church of God. It's got to be the kingdom of God. We can't look at the nations. If we look at our nation, we would be wiped. And so we lift our eyes, we look to the hills where our help comes from. Hallelujah. It comes from the Lord our God. Further, let me just say, fear cannot have a place in our midst. Satan is out to sow seeds of doubt and unbelief. He wants to fill our hearts with fear and discouragement, but the Lord wants us to rise up, to stand up, and uh, he wants us to be bold and courageous. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So what I'm really trying to say, and I just want to wind down and... uh, finish this off, what I'm really trying to say here is that if we really trust and believe God, if we have faith and confidence in Him and in His Word and in His dealings in our life, then there'll be no doubt He'll give us the courage, He'll give us the strength, the boldness and the confidence to walk and to live in the victory that he has already provided us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One other thought, and then I want to close. Conviction is contagious, beloved. Courage is contagious. Boldness is contagious. You know, if I'm standing next to somebody who is confident, somebody who is just taking charge, it's it's a lot easier. And so that needs to be you. When you encounter somebody, somebody out there struggling, if you're also struggling, you still can be bold and strong. You can still be courageous. You've got the answer. You can stand with them. Would you stand with me?